This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, June 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Nally. Here's today's headlines. Trump-era 1-3-D ruling under scrutiny. Mitigating droughts by protecting ag land and GOP senators want answers on WOTUS review. Feds to review Trump-era cancer risk assessment for Telone. U.S. EPA announced yesterday the agency's pesticide office will begin a cancer assessment review for the fungicide 1-3-D, which is known by the brand name Telone. The evaluation is the result of a hotline complaint, according to an EPA statement. The objective is to evaluate the extent to which EPA followed policies and procedures in developing the 2019 cancer assessment under the Trump administration. The agency will investigate whether the assessment complied with key internal control requirements and addressed environmental justice concerns. Remember, in March, Cal EPA agreed to a petition from Californians for pesticide reform and adopted a higher Prop 65 cancer risk warning label for Telone. Protecting farmland can mitigate climate disasters, including drought. Land retains more soil moisture, building overall drought resilience when used as farmland or rangeland and not developed into urban uses. That according to the American Farmland Trust. Research from the advocacy group found that California farmland releases 58 to 70 percent fewer greenhouse gas emissions than urban acreage. The group has been urging state leaders to invest in regenerative practices like cover crops and no-till, which can further increase soil moisture, draw down carbon from the atmosphere. Agricultural lands can also act as firebreaks protecting communities. As another historic wildfire season begins, it makes sense to recognize the values of one of the state's most overlooked wildfire mitigation tools, argues Kara Heckart, American Farmland Trust, California Regional Director, in a statement. CME Group to initiate nature-based offsets futures. CME Group is launching a new futures contract August 1st that will be tied to the value of nature-based carbon credits, including those generated from agriculture. The new NGO futures are designed to help create a more transparent and efficient voluntary emission offset market, CME Group said in a news release. More companies are relying on nature-based offsets as a part of their overall climate strategies as the move to net zero emissions continues to accelerate, said Peter Keevy, global head of energy at CME Group. By offering a standardized mechanism for managing the price risk associated with these initiatives, our new NGO futures will provide the marketplace with an important tool to help navigate the ongoing energy transition. You can read our full report at agripulse.com. GOP senators demand justification for WOTUS action. Republican members of the Senate Environment and Public Works Committee are calling on the Biden administration to provide analysis and other documentation to back up the recent decision to replace the Trump-era rule that narrowed the jurisdiction of the Clean Water Act. The senators are demanding, among other things, that the EPA and Army Corps of Engineers define the significant environmental damage 
and ongoing environmental harm that the agencies say is resulting from Trump's navigable waters protection rule. In a letter to the agencies, the senators are seeking details of implementation challenges that EPA staff members say the NWPR is creating. The senators say a lack of detail about the administration's move, quote, has contributed to only greater uncertainty for Congress, the states, and regulated entities. The NWPR replaced the waters of the U.S. rule implemented by the Obama administration that increased the number of wetlands and other features subject to federal jurisdiction. Colorado Supreme Court blocks livestock ballot initiative. Livestock groups in Colorado are celebrating a state Supreme Court ruling to remand a ballot initiative that had the potential to dramatically shift acceptable livestock industry practices in the state. Yesterday, Colorado's high court ruled the initiative violated the single-subject rule in the state's constitution. The initiative contained a number of tweaks to incorporate livestock into existing animal cruelty law, including expanding the definition of sexual act with an animal. The court said that redefinition added another subject to the ballot initiative. Because these subjects are not necessarily and properly connected, there is the potential for the very kind of voter surprise against which the single subject requirement seeks to guard. Here, voters might not understand that what is nominally a livestock initiative also affects the care of all animals or vice versa, the ruling noted. Livestock industry proponents were concerned the initiative could end practices such as artificial insemination and livestock slaughter in the state. The Colorado Livestock Association called it, quote, an unprecedented measure that will criminalize historic farming and ranching practices across Colorado. Agricultural bank lending holds steady. Farm bank lending remained strong at $98.6 billion in 2020, a decrease only 1.8% from 2019, that according to the American Bankers Association annual report. The report notes rising costs, supply chain bottlenecks, price volatility, and significant increases in federal cash payments caused demand for agricultural production loans to dip last year. Government payments also helped producers pay down loan balances. ABA chief economist Savi Srivasan says the agricultural sector is expected to continue to face challenges as the economy reopens and recovers from the pandemic. But the strong asset quality and capital levels of America's farm banks will help ensure that they continue to provide support to rural communities. According to ABA, the banking industry provides about half of all farm loans in the U.S., $174 billion as of December 2020. Here's today's She Said It. How do your employees afford to live in the Central Coast? My employees struggle to live in the Central Coast. That California Certified Organic Farmers CEO Kelly Damewood on employers' increased attention to farmworker housing. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, June 22nd. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Alley.